Good morning, my dear listener. Thank you for joining me again on another very interesting episode of your favorite program, This Means Business. If you were with us last week, you will remember that the program was focused on cryptocurrency and online payments, wherein we told you what they are, the advantages, and disadvantages so you may trade wisely as a businessman or even as a customer we also learned how to introduce and conclude an email today we will not go far away from our main topic of discussion last week as we are focused on digitalization but i'm not going to say much now so stay tuned to the rest of the program meanwhile the team keeping you company is marcella moko who oversees general supervision Richard Unanena for coordination and of course Michelle Isomba for technical assistance and I am Makibi Gertrude Bisangetang, the host of the program. Let's take a listen to Kale by Daphne and when we come back we'll begin the program as planned. Kale, 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 kale. <laughs> me crazy set my heart in motion the way it's my for a lady sugar could you know cause you ten in my mind could I move did you ten if you ask me a question boy I give you the answer I don't get you for so long do you remember me ask it you know Welcome back. If you just joined us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it's your favorite show on board. This means business. If you would like to take another listen to the program, then you should tune in tomorrow, same time, from 9am to 10am or on Tuesday or Thursday from 4pm to 5pm. It's time for our first slot today. Time to make some discoveries on Did You Know? So, did you know that you can protect your documents from unforeseen circumstances like fire, water, uh, mold, or even old age. All you need to do is digitalize it. We all know how administrative documents are extremely important like contracts, receipts, registration, etc. But they are not safe due to the unstoppable instances that I mentioned earlier. So it's in your best interest to secure them. The first thing you should do is scan the document. Now, this is the best way to transform your documents. It is way better than just taking a flimsy photo with your mobile phone. Yes, you could also use an um, an Android app when taking a picture in order to scan your document. But then if your mobile phone doesn't have enough pixel say it's about 2.3 megapixel i don't think your document will be proper so you want to use a proper scanner to scan your documents and after scanning the document name the document for safekeeping so that you can be able to retrieve okay i'm looking for this document what name or where will i find it in what folder and what is it called what is it related to so you should bear that in mind when naming your document 
also now when it comes to saving your document you could upload the document to your google drive now i think google offers offers like 15 gigabytes free space but if you want more you can you can you can buy but then this this amount of space is enough for for your documents or you could create an online database where you can securely upload the documents to this database and or save them on your cloud orderly by so doing you become capable of assessing the documents anywhere in the world and at any time you please from any device you remember cyber criminality i know and so you want to make sure that you do everything in your powers you do everything possible to protect your document you can encrypt them that is you put on codes that one cannot assess the document uh, access the document until they have that code or password and you can connect a virus detector so you know when maybe the document is about to be hacked or when the or, or, or when a virus is about to attack the document yeah so you you uh, mind you that even though you scanned and saved you should not get rid of the original copy you can hire a professional archivist for advice on how to safeguard the hard copies of your documents because you will need this original copies in the future because you've scanned it doesn't mean you should get rid of it scanning it is so it's secure in case anything happens to the original copy so you should make sure that you don't get rid of the original copy of the document so hire an archivist or documentalist or professional to take care of your document for you or to give you advice on how to protect your document because it needs a particular kind of temperature it needs to store in a particular kind of space so you want to hire a specialist for that well that was all on the discoveries that i had for you today i hope you stay tuned because coming up next is the business english and you will really really love it because today we're talking more on 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 body on the body of your email so don't go anywhere we'll be right back did you know about the program this means business at on clock fm 94.5 hmm i'll tell you all about it this means business is a business show focused on business in cameroon here we share best practices and strategies used by leaders in the various business sectors new trends the business english lesson to help boost your confidence in the workplace advice on how to make a difference with your business finance and economic news so you are aware of the economic atmosphere in cameroon when to watch it's very easy tune in to clark fm 94.5 every saturday and sunday from 9 a.m to 10 a.m and on tuesday or thursday from 4 p.m to 5 p.m and get the gist of this program thank you for staying tuned up to this time of the program it's time for us to move on to the next segment the business english where we're going to boost our confidence in the workplace let's take a look let's take a listen to what we have for you today it gets frustrating when you have to write an email as a newbie to emailing and you have absolutely no idea how it works then you start getting the fear of will they respond will they even understand the email 
did i write it properly you don't have to worry because the the b the, the english business lesson on this means business is here to show you how to go about it last week like i said at the earlier as at the beginning of the program we started a series on emailing and i told you how to introduce your your email the subject um the body you know hello there hello mr uh, to whom it may concern okay and i also told you how to conclude your your emails uh, best wishes kind regards best regards cordially and so on and so forth today we're going to focus on the body of of the the email perhaps you intend to make a request after having written your subjects and greetings maybe you want to make a request to a company regarding let's say wine uh, wine company let's say maybe dove yeah let's let's use dove for example you want to make a request you, you want to that you, you saw on your facebook page um a collection of wine and you wanted to request or find out more about um the wine collection the first thing you should know is you should the structure of your email counts okay so you want to start by explaining to them why you're writing before you start asking your questions um why are you writing to this uh, to these pe people are you writing them to make a request about you're writing to inquire about so you want to put that in con into consideration that is for, as for your structure and you want to go ahead with your questions take one question at a time you can use first of all secondly in addition okay so you want to use that and you want to un conclude with expectation make them know that you expect them to respond to your email or make them know that you are waiting for their response so that it will trigger them to respond to your email also you want to bear in mind your vocabulary you should you need it's a need to be polite clear and persuasive you can use the following phrases um within your your email for example you want to ask the person for something you say we requested we can you can use the, the phrase we requested we're thinking about a polite way to say we're thinking about or we're considering we're considering when you have uh, more than one question like i earlier said you can use first of all secondly in addition and then you want to say we want like you want something from from the company you're writing to or from the person you're writing an email to you can say we require we require and the polite way to ask them to send you something maybe you want them to send you a menu you want them to send you a pdf document a polite way to say it is we would appreciate it if you could forward the document we would appreciate it if you could do this for us we would appreciate it if you could send us the menu you get it so and when you wanted to use uh, you want to be specific um instead of using specific specifically you can say in particular in particular maybe you want to uh you you're you're writing to dove and you want to other particular kind of one you say you, you want to know something about a particular kind of wine you can go uh cantalo it's a kind of wine cantalo in particular in particular and then you want them to explain something could you clarify 
could you clarify so then you say explain you do use the word clarify and then you will be pleased you you'll be happy if something is done for you a professional and more polite way to say it is we would be very grateful if we would be get very grateful if i'm using the word we because your company is not just you is is your team your entire team so you're not the only one who is writing so you use the word we to represent your company it's not just you except you're an individual and you're trying to make a request and then i is allowed but if you're doing it for a company it's we okay and also tell something tell if something will happen you want to to say it more politely you can say could you confirm or could you also confirm if could you also confirm now let me take the first few phrases that I, I put out for you today before we go to the perfect example okay we requested we requested we are considering we are considering and then when you have more than one question first of all secondly in addition not just questions if you have points you have things to state you should go firstly or first of all you know and then you can also say we require we require we could appreciate it if you could we would appreciate it if you could in particular in particular we'd like to clarify could you clarify we would be very grateful if we would be very grateful if could you also confirm could you also confirm now let me use uh, an example like how you can structure it i've i've put in place uh, a short email to I've put in place a short email so I want you to listen to this and you listen carefully, okay? So your subject is an inquiry about your wine collection. That's your subject, okay? You've written your email is above the person you're writing to, the email is already in place. Your subject, an inquiry about your wine collection. To begin, to whom it may concern. To whom it may concern, because you don't know who you're writing to, you don't know who your message will be forwarded to. So you go to whom it may concern. I saw a couple of posts on your social media platform, Facebook, on your wine collection, and I would like to find out more. Or I have a few questions that I hope you could answer. That's your introduction, the introduction to your email. Okay, now. First of all, I'd like to know if you deliver to snack bars. First of all, I'd like to know if you deliver to snack bars. Secondly, how much will it cost if I ordered 50 cartons daily? How much will it cost if I ordered 50 cartons daily? In addition, do you offer packaging? Do you offer packaging? I'll be glad to hear from you soon. Best regards. Now, let me take it all over and read the email. Not like I was telling you, but I hope you know that these are the various sections. So, let me take it from the top. Subject, an inquiry about your wine collection. To whom it may concern. I saw a couple of posts on your social media platform, 
Facebook on your wine collections and I would like to find out more or I have a few questions that I hope you could answer. First of all, I'd like to know if you deliver to snack bars. Secondly, how much will it cost if I ordered 50 cartons daily? In addition, do you offer packaging? I'll be glad to hear from you soon. Best regards. Now that's the simplest way to to write your email. I hope you learn from this. I hope that you grab some knowledge from this um how to set your body, the structure of your email and the kind of vocabulary. Remember, you must be polite, you must be clear, and you must be persuasive so that your email will be responded to. Well, that was all for the business English lesson. Coming up next is the, the business news where we focus on the on finance and the economy. So you should listen to the program. You should keep listening to the program to get informed, okay? Take a listen to the business review for this week. The turnover of modern businesses operating in Cameroon between 2016 and 2018 rose to 12,655 billion francs in 2018. It represents 8.6% rise within two years despite the economic, security and political crisis affecting the country. The African Development Bank estimates that Cameroon's level of public debt is worrying. The bank explains that the country's debt dropped significantly in 2006 when it benefited from the heavily poor country's initiative, but barely a year later that that resumed an uptrend curve. Still, according to the African Development Bank, in its 2021 African Economic Outlook, China has 61.3% of Cameroon's bilateral debt. The same source explains that the figure represents 27.4% of Cameroon's overall debt, which was estimated to be 10,164 billion francs of, as of September 30, 2020, or 45.8% of GDP, according to the National Sinking Fund, CAA. Cameroon and, Japan. Cameroon and Japan has signed a one-year moratorium granted by Japan for the debt Cameroon was supposed to pay by June 2020. In the framework of the debt service suspension initiative advocated by G20 members last year due to the coronavirus pandemic, the agreement was signed on March 23, 2021 in Yaoundé by the Minister of Finance, Louis Paul Motaze, and Osawa Sotumu, Japan's ambassador. According to Minfi, the moratorium concerns about 480 million francs of concessional loans granted by the Japan Corporation Agency. The Minister of Commerce, Luke Marguambarga Atangana, launched the distribution of premiums to producers to encourage the production of Grade 1 cocoa, highly prized by cocoa processors and chocolate markets, on March 23, 2021, in Bam Ekim. According to him, about 774 million francs will be distributed to 5,239 producers all over the country for 10,301,766 kilograms produced during the season. The amount received by each producer ranges between 11,000 francs to 1.8 million francs. 
A 48-hour power outage led to a pause in economic activities in Yaoundé. From March 25th, the supply continued gradually as the restoration works were progressing. There are still disruptions in the supply nonetheless. The outage was as a result of a serious incident that occurred on the transmission network on March 23rd. Several companies experienced a great loss due to the blackout. The 2017-2020 three-year plans have expired in Cameroon, Gabon and Chad. Negotiations are ongoing for new programs. Chad recently obtained a staff-level agreement which is pre preliminary for the introduction of the program before the executive board. However, the negotiations are in an early stage but should soon lead to review missions. This is a content from the recent report titled Lettre d'Afrique Centrale, the Regional Economy Department of the French Ministry of the Economy. That was the news. Uh, that was a that was the news we had for you today. But stay tuned to the rest of the program because coming up next is the B Talk on this means business.
Ndeka baba Moso umetugu Kunda konya nikande Na tondo noa Wamo wamo andalaye Wamo wamo andalaye Wamo wadube na mbae Wamo wadube na mbae nowadays and we see the advantages linked to that however some people are reluctant not because they don't have the means but because they are not sure what to do that's why I will always recommend if you want the best hire a professional there are so many documents that have gone missing in our administrative offices because we do not have them taken care of properly many companies lack the services of an archivist while some can't afford it, others don't know there's such a thing. An archivist, an information specialist, or a documentalist is charged with this chain of activities. Collecting, processing, analyzing, storing, and disseminating information and or documents. The Advanced School of Mass Communication, also known as École Supérieure de Sciences et Techniques de l'Information et de la Communication, ESIC, trained professionals for three good years in that domain. One could even further their studies to master's degree in that institution. So you don't have to be afraid and don't need to import strangers because each year about 50 people graduate in that domain from that institution with new and innovative ideas. They will help you out with your document situation. To be honest though, most of these graduates don't get jobs. Now, let me tell you the truth about the market in Cameroon. Yes, they, they are highly recommended, they are highly needed, but they don't hire them. Companies don't hire them. They mostly call for contracts, short-term contracts. And after that, they are laid off, just like that. And then they're called again, maybe after a few years, when things have gone south. You know, my advice to these graduates is, Create your own company and provide these services to the companies who need you. 
companies in Cameroon, every company needs you. So you should create your own agency or company that provide the, you and provide your services to the people who need you. You can help them with processing, storage, and dissemination, or even train them on how to do it. On a paycheck, of course, you're not doing it for free. On the B Talk today, we will share, we will focus on how you can get your archiving business up and running. Tip number one, you already have the idea and you know to begin a business, you need an idea. Your idea is to start an archiving agency where you will help thousands or hundreds and thousands of companies in Cameroon secure the documents for current and future use because a document, a company without a document, it's not a company. My point is every company has documents that need to be taken care of. They have administrative documents that are sensitive and they need protection. They need to be safe. They need to be secure because they will use these documents for future use. And that's the problem you found with Cameroonians. Uh, with with uh, Cameroonian companies and you want to fix it. And when you have this idea already, the second thing, tip number two, raise capital. I know you don't have money lying somewhere that you're just going to pick up and start running a business. I know you're saying it's not easy. I know you're saying it's difficult. But trust me when I tell you, you can raise the capital that you need for your business. How can you do it? Draw a business plan. Make a business plan. Everything you need, every expenses, how you're going to retrieve, how you're going to get the money, how you're going to spend it. Put everything in on that document and then firstly present it to your family because they are your number one supporters. They will chip in whatever it is that they give to you. Even if it's a hundred francs, it counts. You should put it in the business. Even if it's 50 francs, it's not small. It's still money. Put it in the business. Imagine you have so many, many, uh, or maybe they have a few family members and they chip in something, they contribute something for your business, that you already have something, right, to start with. Also, you can talk to your church members. You know how supportive churches are. If you're registered to the church, for example, a Presbyterian church, they can help you. They can help you raise the capital that you need to start up your business. I don't know about other churches, but I'm sure that, that the church community can also help you if you ask them, you present your business plan to them and tell them how how important this means to you and how you want to solve this problem. And I'm sure they're going to contribute. Your friends also, you shouldn't leave them out of this equation because they're your buddies. They will love to help you out in your in your they'll love you help you out in your course. So you should ask them for help. Whatever amount it is that will add up to your capital, it doesn't matter so long as they can support you. And I'm not only talking about money support. No, I'm talking about will they support you with equipment? Maybe if someone wants to give you a scanner, you should accept it. They want to give you computers, you should accept it. You shouldn't only focus on money because that is raising capital assets for your business. And you can also seek possible sponsors, okay? Now, you can apply to maybe foundations, NGOs that, <clears throat> sorry, you can apply to NGOs or foundations that that relate to this or that help people with this kind of problems and seek sponsorship. You can even apply to 
to companies and tell them I'd like you to sponsor and this in return I'll offer my services to you for free if you help fund my business that I'm about to start you get it so find possible sponsors another thing is to raise uh, capital you can also get a loan from the bank and assure them okay this is collateral I want this amount of money to start my business and once I get one once it's start and running I'll pay you back in this interval with this period of time of course the bank will give you the percentage you have to pay the period of time you should have completed uh, the payment but you can also negotiate um, negotiating and of course, I taught you negotiation skills on the business English two weeks ago. I hope you can remember it. So, of course, you can also negotiate on the amount you need and how you're going to pay it and the percentage as well. Obviously, like I said, you don't have money lying around. So, you want to put this into account when you are trying to raise capital for your business. Now, once you've raised your capital, you want to start getting things done get equipment you need chairs you need scanners you need uh, laptops you need um, desktops as well you need so many things you need a team you want to set up every you want to set up uh, a team of professionals who know what archiving is all about who know what what it means or the importance of saving documents of storing them and of of protecting documents you want to set up a team of people who understand it you also want to put out your goals set your goals okay these are the goals of my company and uh, this is what we stand to achieve and your vision what do you intend to do for Cameroonian companies you know you want to set all you want to put all that in place that is set up your agency you want to make sure that everything is in order your goal your vision about you your contact information everything should be clear from the start now i have given you three tips already the first one which is your idea the second one which is how to raise capital to start your archiving business and the third is how to set up your agency don't go anywhere because when we come back after this short musical break um we're going to tell you more on what to do when you have to start um an archiving company to help companies who don't know about digitalization who don't know that their documents can be saved and protected for for hundreds and why not thousands and why not millions of years to come don't go anywhere we'll be back after a short musical break Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're tuned to your favorite program on radio. This means business and i am your host makebe gertrude bisangetang if you're just joining us we have been talking about how to start an archiving business you know with so many documents created every day we need to digitalize everything we need to store them we need to save keep our documents for future use and we need to share them when needs arise as well and we've given uh three points we've talked about your ideas and how 
uh, how you can raise capital as well as setting up your agency or company now we're going to talk about registering your company now this is very important so many people run away from registering their companies because of taxes now that's just one the one thing like when you pay that's just that's just one thing and it's not a disadvantage yes it's true they'll charge you according according to how much you earn per month but or per semester or it it, it depends they're, they're gonna charge you according to your earnings or your income however there's so many benefits to that to registering your company making it known in 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 known by the government for example you benefit from government projects there's so many um so many institutions government institutions that need your services and they're not going to call you they're not going to call you because you've not registered but when you register they'll be like okay i know this company i know of your company you are, you have an archiving company i know of it because it's in my database and you registered it so i should call you to come render your services and in turn and in return i'll pay you for it you see, you benefit from so many government projects and foreign projects as well because foreigners will feel safe. Okay, the government knows this. If the, the, the government is accountable for them, they know who they are. They know everything about them. They're registered, so I should go to them. They're the best option. They're my best option right now for my company in in Cameroon. You get it? I hope you, you, you understand what I'm trying to say. And then you get the right you get rights uh linked to it you're protected by the government you won't be pushed around like you were nobody no you earn your respect because your company is registered you get rights because your company is registered no one can mess with you anyhow no one can cheat you because you're registered you can even sue someone who tried to cheat to cheat you and the government will have your back because why you're registered and their rights to to being a registered company that protects you as a company so you're secure don't worry about the tax the tax is not taking off all your money no it's just taking a small portion according to your income it's not much okay so you shouldn't worry about all of that and then once you've once you've You've raised your capital, you've set up your agency, you've registered your company, go to your clients. Not everybody knows about archiving. Not everybody knows that you're important. Not everybody even knows who you are or what you do. So you want to start by sending emails. Research about companies. Okay, this company is into this or that. Tell them how you can offer your service, how your services can help them. If emails, if they don't respond to emails, which are which is most likely of Cameroonians not to respond to emails, then you can set up a, a Zoom meeting. Call the company. They always have a company number on their website. Call them on phone. Tell them you want to set up a Zoom meeting. I'm talking Zoom meeting because of the coronavirus. You don't want you to get infected. No. Call them up and tell them you want to set up a Zoom meeting with them concerning this and it's important because you're going to explain to them what they will benefit because you are helping them and you want everyone to to succeed in their business and that's why you're doing it okay and by by doing your presentation you want to make attractive powerpoints not attract too attractive to take away the attention from the message you're sending to the beauty of your powerpoint but attractive enough to take them to your message and make them stuck to listening to what you have to say and then you can teach them their benefits 
teach them how they will benefit from your services so my bottom line is go to your clients go to them talk to them make them know what you offer make them see the importance of what you have to offer you can even offer them a trial trial lesson for example you were like okay let's take a set let's home hold a seminar at your company or workshop and we'll do a one-day trial and if you think it's good we can continue on a on an agreement that you pay but if you think it's trash okay we'll let it go and we won't bother you anymore but you should you should do a trial maybe you teach them or or you or you explain to you, you teach them maybe you teach them how it works or you 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 show them the softwares that they could use like OpenKM, Alfresco, uh, Intelligent, which is now Constellio. It's been updated to Constellio. So you want to teach them and show them how we can use these various software, uh, softwares to, you know, digitalize the documents in the company so that it can stay, it can last a lifetime. However, there's a downside to all of this. To be honest, let me tell you about Cameroon, for, uh, for example. Cameroon is a demand to change very adamant you would just propose this they want it but they're not they're not sure they have that time because most of the time they're like i'm so busy i don't have that time they forget the importance so they might be really really they're really really adamant to change they'll be like okay so you want me they feel like you're giving them a lot of work so you want me to learn how to transform all those papers those thousands of papers like I have to scan all of them just because I want to to, to transform them to a digital. Uh-uh, mama, let them remain. You know, like you get the point, right? You get the vibe. I'm sure you do. So companies are adamant to change. So you should expect that to happen. You should, you should expect them to not accept you immediately. But that does not mean you shouldn't insist and tell them what you have to say. They might ask for a free trial and then ask someone else to to pay to do it for them for example you're a company yeah you're an agency and they'll be like okay can you can you help us with a free trial and at the back of their head what they want is for you to teach them or for to get a a, a, a glimpse or a small idea of what you're offering so that they could hire a freelancer and charge cheaper okay let's say for example standard to to set up a, a database for library is a, a million. I think it would be around a million for an institution should be around a million. But then they'll be like, okay, can you give us a free trial? And then when we see the trial, we're going to, you know, do, uh, call you for it. It should be around a million, yeah. We're going to call you for it. So you're going to give them a free trial, hoping that they're going to come back to you to tell you to do it for them. But they're going to find a freelancer, give them all of your work and pay like 300,000 francs. Now you get the point, you know, like that's, you should expect that. They're gonna take things from, from you for free. They're gonna use that on freelancers who really need uh, jobs, who really need uh, money or who are not, who are not registered, they exploit, you know, it's, it's the reality, to be honest, it's the reality. And the, 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 the freelancers will do it for them at a cheaper price. So you see, However, there's also a fear of fraud, you know, but Cameroonians are free that maybe you're trying to dupe them. When you approach, approach a company, the first thing is, are you sure you're not a fraud? 
what proof do you have that's when your registration comes in you're registered okay you pay your taxes so you're not fraud okay you can you can you can go to the to you can go to the registry, go to the government database, you find me and you see that I'm consistent in paying my taxes and you have nothing to worry about. I'm not a fraud. You're not a fraud. So you should should bear that in mind. And also, did I mention reluctance to pay? Cameroonians are not just adamant. They're also reluctant to pay. Reluctance to pay. We, it's no secret that when you when you when you have when you when you want to get a job or when you have to start a new job in a company, the first thing they tell you is, okay, let's do a three months or six months probation. The next thing you know, you're doing a two years probation and you don't have a raise, not because you're not doing the job properly, but because they're reluctant to pay. I don't know if it's selfishness or stinginess or the company is broke. I don't know I'm just saying that those are the things you should bear in mind when starting your company bottom line is there's so many challenges that are gonna hit you at the beginning but remember what we said at the beginning at the first episode of this means business the beginning is hard you may not even know what you're doing you may be frustrated you may not even know how to go about it but you must remember this you should start and when you start you should continue you should not stop until you reach that point you know what you're doing and you're gonna keep doing it right now you already know you want to help people and you want to make a difference and that's exactly what you are going to do to conclude I will tell you do not be afraid remember we are all about developing the country and by so doing we have to develop companies we have to to share best practices we have to help them any way we can because they are the jobs and wealth creators for a better standard of living for all of us so don't be afraid take the bold step start your company it will be hard at the beginning but you must push forward no matter what you must push and push and push until you do it that's all for the segment the b talk thank you so much for listening to the program i hope that you tune in tomorrow from 9 a.m to 10 a.m or on tuesday on th or thursday from 4 p.m to 5 p.m so that you can listen to the program again remind let me remind you it is educative it is informative and it is inspirational and i prepare it we prepare it just for you. And talking about we, general supervision is coming from Masala Muko. The program is coordinated by Richard Unanena. And of course, technical assistance is from Michelle Isumba. I am your lovely host, Makivi Gertrude Bisonitang. Please don't forget to go to our Facebook page at This Means Business and like, ask your questions, make your suggestions. If you'd like to be part of the show, if you want to come on the program, also leave us a message. We, re we respond as soon as possible. If you want to take your business English lesson to another level, then you should contact us at 696-844-870. Let me take it again. 696 844-870 you should contact us to take your your business english take it up a notch so thank you that's all i have for you um please stay tuned to kalak fm 94.5 for more interesting program because coming up next is secure de la com by frank Mbidi. don't go anywhere